48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. The health secretary says doctors accused of handing out vaccine exemption certificates without proper consultations let the profession down. Customs officials say they've busted the biggest methamphetamine trafficking case in the city's history in a haul worth over a billion dollars. And President Biden condemns a hammer attack on the husband of the leading U.S. Democrat, Nancy Pelosi. The health secretary says seven doctors accused of issuing COVID vaccine exemption certificates without proper medical consultations had humiliated the medical profession. Violet Wong has more. Speaking after an RTHK program, Liu Chong Mao said more than 2,000 out of about 20,000 people who were earlier issued with the certificates by the seven doctors have now been vaccinated. Professor Liu said this proved they had no reason to be exempted from inoculation. He also defended the vaccine pass arrangement, saying the COVID situation has eased because people have been inoculated and the vaccine pass policy is enabling life to return to normal. Asked why the government has not yet scrapped the three-day medical surveillance for inbound travellers, the minister said they need to monitor COVID subvariants. Separately, Professor Lowe said authorities will consult the healthcare sector as they look into a policy address proposal to require medical professionals to work in public hospitals for a period before going private. Hong Kong customs officials say they've busted the biggest methamphetamine trafficking case in the city's history in a bust worth over a billion dollars. Officers said they found 1.8 tonnes of the suspected drug in liquid form in the Kwai Chung Custom House cargo examination compound. They said it had an estimated market value of $1.1 billion. Customs officials said they believe the drug was trafficked from South America and was to be transported to Australia. Constitutional Affairs Minister Eric Tsang says the government is looking at having key post holders in statutory groups and public utilities swear allegiance to the SAR. He made the comments on a radio programme. Mr Tsang also said the government doesn't plan to hold by-elections for the district councils, but would focus on the LegCo by-election in December. He added that officials are reviewing the local administration and believes there's a need to amend legislation. The Chief Secretary, Eric Chan, says he hopes some 2,800 underprivileged secondary school pupils taking part in a scheme targeting intergenerational poverty will make good use of the one-year programme and equip themselves. Mr Chan spoke as he officiated at the kick-off ceremony of the Strive and Rise programme. Participants will be paired, will each be paired with a mentor and take part in a different training session and group activities. Mr Chan also encourages them to give back. After a year, when you've all graduated from the scheme, you'll join what we call an alumni club in order to maintain and expand social networks. Of course, we want everyone to be able to take part in volunteer work, and we look forward to having you as our mentors in a few years' time when you grow up to help others in need. This is how Hong Kong can become a society that helps and cares for one another. Turning overseas, President Biden has condemned an attack on the husband of the leading Democrat, Nancy Pelosi, as despicable. Mr Biden said there was too much hatred and vitriol in US politics. A man was arrested on charges, including attempted murder, after Paul Pelosi was beaten with a hammer at his home in San Francisco. The intruder reportedly shouted, where's Nancy? Here's the local police chief, Bill Scott. This was not a random act. This was intentional. And it's wrong. Our elected officials are here to do the business of their cities, their counties, their states, and this nation. 
Their families don't sign up for this to be harmed. And it is wrong. And everybody should be disgusted about what happened this morning. A severe tropical storm that's making its way across the Philippines is now known to have killed more than 70 people. Now Gay has caused floods and landslides in southern areas. It's expected to keep moving over the Bicol region until this afternoon before heading towards Manila. Officials say thousands of rescuers are on standby. And out of the weather forecast, it'll be fine and dry with moderate east to northeasterly winds. And the outlook is mainly fine and dry again tomorrow, but it will be windy and there will be swells next week. We can expect a few showers in midweek. And currently at the observatory, it's 28 degrees Celsius with a relative humidity now at 54%. Please be advised the yellow fire danger warning is in force. You're listening to RTHK. The time is almost five minutes past one. Jerry Lee Lewis, one of the leading figures in rock and roll, has died. He was 87. His song Great Balls of Fire was a worldwide hit and he was one of the original inductees in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The BBC's Colin Patterson assesses his legacy. Jerry Lee Lewis's lifestyle was as wild as his music. Great Balls of Fire gave him a UK number one in 1958, but he was booed off stage when he toured. Lewis had just married his 13-year-old cousin. DJs boycotted his records. The mayhem continued. He shot and wounded one of his band, two sons and two of his six wives died, and he set fire to his piano on stage when he was given second billing to Chuck Berry. Twitter's new owner, the billionaire Elon Musk, says no major decisions will be made for now on reinstating suspended accounts. Mr Musk has previously signalled that he was ready to reverse bans on controversial users, including Donald Trump. The BBC's James Clayton has more. Advertising is king in that company. Almost all of its revenue comes from advertising. And advertisers simply don't want to put uh, disinformation, hate speech next to their adverts. And Elon Musk knows that. So if he wants to keep your advertise, advertisers happy, investors happy, etc., there has to be some moderation. And that is what we're seeing now. We also saw a letter uh, or message to advertisers saying something very similar, that he didn't want uh, Twitter to turn into some kind of hellscape. Curators in Germany have discovered something very wrong about one of the most famous artworks by the Dutch painter Piet Mondrian. The painting, which is made up of a complex lattice of coloured stripes that depicts the New York skyline, has been on public display for the past 75 years. The BBC's Jenny Hill takes up the story. Mondrian's artwork is famously abstract, and New York City One is no exception. A vivid geometric pattern made from intersecting strips of colourful adhesive tape. But for more than 70 years, the piece has been displayed upside down, and no one appears to have noticed. Not in New York's Museum of Modern Art, where it was first exhibited after the artist's death, nor at the German State Gallery of North Rhine-Westphalia, which later acquired the work. But then a sharp-eyed curator looked closely at an old photograph of Mondrian's studio. Susanna Mayabusa spotted New York City One on the artist's easel, placed the other way up. That, she said, caught her attention. So using a cardboard replica, she flipped the piece around. It worked, she said, incredibly well. Suddenly it had more plasticity, more depth. Sport now, and Manchester City can go top of the English Premier League with a win at Leicester in tonight's early kickoff. The Foxes manager, Brendan Rodgers, knows what a tough challenge it will be, but he says they'll be looking to create a few problems of their own for the champions. 
it's the best possession team in world football. So you know that defensively you're going to have to to work. You know, I watched the game during the week against Dortmund, and I've, I'm a big admirer of Pep and his and his work. So, um, so yeah, so we understand the the challenges in the game, but we we also prepare for the moments when we can be a threat as well. Graham Potter takes Chelsea to face his old side Brighton. The Blues have yet to lose under Potter, with the Seagulls yet to win a match since he left. He says his old team is better than the table suggests. I think they've been unlucky. That's the only thing I can say. They've, the performances have been good. Uh, a lot of positives there. The difference is luck. Sometimes you need it. And um, they haven't had too much from what I've seen. So, but like I said, performances have been good. They've got the capability. I know the quality of the team. So it's a tough game for us. Elsewhere, Liverpool host Leeds, Bournemouth take on Tottenham, Brentford face Wolves, Southampton go to Palace and Newcastle welcome Aston Villa to St James's Park. Formula One and Red Bull have been fined US$7 million and hit with a 10% reduction in permitted research for breaking the sports budget cap. The BBC's Jack Nichols has the more they've been given this fine they've also been given a 10 percent reduction in their development time for cars going forward but the sort of main news is that their championships from last year where they won the drivers championship with max verstappen that still stands the fia haven't taken that away which they were within their rights to do so if they if they felt the breach had been bad enough And it's a big day for rugby, with Japan hosting New Zealand in Tokyo for an end-of-year test in less than an hour's time, while tonight Scotland hosts Australia at Murrayfield. It's also the quarterfinals of the Women's World Cup. In the first quarterfinal, France led Italy 13-3 early in the second half, and hosts New Zealand play Wales this afternoon. Finally, New Zealand are into the Rugby League World Cup quarterfinals after a 48 points to 10 win over Ireland with the Irish facing elimination, unless Jamaica can claim an unlikely win over Lebanon tomorrow. And you have been listening to the news on RTHK. RTHK, Radio 3. The chief executive has delivered his first policy address. It outlines his vision to lead society to break through bottlenecks, add impetus, relieve hardship, and grasp opportunities. Hong Kong will fully and faithfully implement one country, two systems, govern to public aspirations, attract talents and business, promote finance, innovation and technology, cultural and creative industries, integrate into the country's development, increase the speed and quantity of our housing supply, boost education and expand the talent pool, enhance primary health care and support for the elderly, the young and the underprivileged. Clean and beautify our city to chart a brighter tomorrow for Hong Kong. It is a policy address for Hong Kong citizens. Radio 3. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. And we're back. Playlist Posse in view. Got some great stuff coming up. Kicking it off. If I had a million dollars. Right here on Radio 3, you're listening to Michael Lance. Playlist Bossy. If I had a million dollars. If I had a million dollars. Well, I'd buy you a house. I would buy you a house. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, buy you 
furniture for your house Maybe a nice Chesterfield or an Ottoman And if I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Well, I'd buy you a K-car A nice, reliant automobile And if I had a million dollars I'd buy you There and, and hang out, like open the fridge and stuff. And there are always be foods laid out for us with little pre-wrapped sausages and things. Mm. They have pre-wrapped sausages, but they don't have pre-wrapped bacon. Well, can you blame them? Uh, yeah. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a fur coat, but not a real fur coat. That's cruel. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you an exotic pet, yep, like a llama or an emu. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you John Merrick's remains, ooh, all them crazy elephant bones. And if I had a million dollars, I'd buy you. We just eat more and buy really expensive ketchups with it. That's right, all the fanciest ke Dijon ketchup. Mm -hmm. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a green dress, but not a real green dress. That's cruel. And if I had a million dollars, if I well, I'd buy you some art, a Picasso or a Garfunkel. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a monkey. Haven't you always wanted a monkey? 